Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. With everything you have on your plate, earning your degree online seems impossible. But at Grand Canyon University, we specialize in helping you fit a master's degree in business into your busy day. Your graduation team, led by your own GCU counselor, provides you with the personal support you need to succeed. Achieve your goals with a plan and team behind you. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Visit gcu.edu. It's now time for Cannabis Talk 101 with Blue, Joe Grande, and Mark and Craig Wasserman, the Pot Brothers at Law. We're the world's number one podcast for everything cannabis. Hello and welcome to Cannabis Talk 101, the world's number one source for everything cannabis. My name is Blue. Alongside him is the world famous Pot Brothers at Law, Mr. Mark and Craig Wasserman. And next to that is the round mound of radio. Wow. Joe Grande. Did you guys say that or did that come from somewhere else? The I round mound. That was... Uh, Who uh, did you say round mound? That was Mark. Was it Mark that called <laughs> yeah. it? Yeah. It yeah. was Mark. I knew somebody gave me that the name. Round I didn't. Pattern, patterned radio. after Barkley. Yeah, uh, and Barkley's great. I was just watching him last night too, watching the playoff games. I just, uh, I'm not a role model. Dude, last he's just night, the best. Huh? That's yeah. got to be one of the best <laughs> commercials <laughs> ever. I'm not yeah. a role model. Bottom line, watching him on TNT is the best. Well, I hope you all had a great 4th of July weekend and we are back and yes. Craig you had some news you want to discuss right yeah I think this is great man really you know this is kind of a I don't want to say when cannabis goes bad story but it kind of can it, it it's putting cannabis in a bad light I mean did any of you none of you heard of this one of the capital, we haven't heard, heard yet. One, one of the guys of charged yeah. with assaulting police with with pepper spray and a baseball bat at the January 6th insurrection at the Capitol building. Oh, that one you were at, right. Is blaming weed. Shut up. Listen to this. His batch of no, weed made him go crazy. Go. Listen to this. His attorney. You and your okay, friends, Craig. His attorney said, Mr. Whatever. Geiswing was at Freedom Plaza oh, is in, one the, of your in the district with other Trump supporters. He was approached by someone with a video camera who engaged him in conversation. He had just smoked a significant amount of marijuana, and his intoxication is palpable in his dilated pupils and grin. And in the rambling comments that ensued when he rambled, when they asked him why he had come, he said, to keep the president in. That's what what the attorney is calling rambling. Geiswin had just smoked a significant amount of marijuana when he told others on January 5th he planned to keep Trump in. He allegedly assaulted police and, uh, and, and stormed the Capitol with a baseball bat. And All was, because of weed. <laughs> it's, you, it's, it's people just don't want to take responsibility for their actions. No. I, is that what – did he, as, the, as the, um, the person being charged with this, decide to do it? Or was it somebody else that said it was because he was high? It was probably his attorney. Is, is this, oh, his no, attorney's no, idea. Is this his attorney saying this? This is You're his defense. Fucked. Yeah. You're fucked. And we got you some, on tape. Try some kind of insanity defense. You got, you got so high. The only one look, you could have look, is... My eyes got, were dilated and I was smiling. Like, oh, I don't know what I'm doing now. Yeah, he got... He, that looked that's about as bad defense. as your post when you were so drunk the other day. We need to get him on the show. I mean, that, that's pretty ridiculous. How do you blame as, cannabis for acting well, crazy and wild and violently? You're going to use anything you... I mean... And they wanted to make... Good one. Good one, player. Nice try, player. believe... Yeah. That he got stoned on the fifth, and he was so intoxicated from the cannabis that it lasted over into the sixth, 
when he took part of the Shut Kaplan up. He's direction. running the day before? <laughs> He's not running the day before the article, he got loaded. The article goes on to say that this guy's lawyer clearly banked on a judge having zero experience with cannabis. Wow. Because those theories are ludicrous. Wow. Ludicrous. They aren't without precedent, oh. though. The myth that cannabis smoking caused a consumer to go off the rails on a con- crime spree is one of the oldest reefer madness Ooh. in the playbook. Wow. Reaching back to, as we talked, Harry Anslinger. So, yeah, I just, when I read that, I almost rolled over dying laughing. Like, really? Yeah, I'm glad you said that because that was worthy of just sitting here. Because I'm baffled <laughs> you know, right now by, not baffled, I'm but impressed, excited. actually, yeah. by the lawyer going, <laughs> I got your reason. This I got is, your reason uh, for your out. This is the problem, though, with the, but lawyer, it's for with the lawyer even doing it. You know he did. Uh, There's, you know, you I know guess, how the you lawyers are. You know, I wouldn't go, I swear to God. I mean, I don't know if I could be bought to go up there and make a full out Come of Come on, but, but Craig, <laughs> you know, let me ask you, you a charge. No, hold on, charge. No, 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 You've no, had no, to no, tell no, clients no, to man. do something that you were like, listen, this is your only way out. No, this is the thing. If you do the crime, you do that. You've done it. This is the thing. If you're going to go to trial, when you have an opening statement of any kind, now, this wasn't in a trial. It was probably while they were pleading guilty or not guilty at some point in the proceeding. But you have to go before the jury and say, I'm going to prove this. I'm going to prove that, that I was stoned and because mind, I was stoned. Right? Yeah. Right? I ate He's going to try to perfume. You will not be able that. to provide any scientific evidence ever. Right. Do you know if those guys so have shoulder aches now from reaching so hard for their excuses? <laughs> Dude, that their shoulder ah, socket's ah, got to be messed ah, up. Really? They're like, I they got an idea. He was reaching. He yeah. was reaching. Them fools are crazy. Oh, man. Well, hey, listen to this real quick, guys. Just a little heads up. Planet 13 just opened up last week. It was an amazing, oh, amazing, off the amazing opening. Uh, we were there. We were there with the Pop Brothers at Law. We had a good time. There was some awesome influencers out there. Some of Sativa. Uh, Eileen the Green Queen, uh, Rosa Exhibit. Exhibit was there. Uh, some really Jared from uh, West Coast. I don't know if Care. you ever heard of him, Craig. Yeah, that might, I might have heard of him. But also, I, don't think so. I mean, it's, to, it is your son. Shout out to Dime, uh, Jared. Dime Industries. Jared. I don't know why I say Jared. Yeah, I don't know Jared. Yeah, shout out to Dime Industries, uh, Terpene Warehouse, Budman Stew, uh, Four Twenty uh, Expressions, Cali FX Connector, and Skinny Weed. And one last thing, G Four Live is going down. Bud, Ten- uh, Bud Tenders Award, uh, September 29th through October second, Las Vegas, Nevada. We're booked. And, and yeah. at the Mandalay Bay, you're and, not. And I'll tell we you are. what. Yeah, you're not. But we. Thank are. you. Yeah, but it's it's probably going to be, worth be it. happy that way. That bastard. And Joe Grande, let us know what's going down on the well, show. Well, first man. off, I want to thank everybody for listening to that crazy news that Craig had to get out, and I'm glad yes. you got it out because. It was crazy. It was very interesting to start the show off that way. But all around the world, listening to the podcast, if you ever want to leave us a comment, 800-420-1980. We love all the messages. Check out our Instagram pages for daily news, learn the script, and so much more at Cannabis Talk 101, at pot underscore brothers underscore at underscore law. Mark is at Waslaw. Craig is at Waslaw Dog. Blue is at one Christopher Wright. Hello. And I am at Joe Grande 52. Now, our guest today... Ashley Manta, a sex and relation coach. You can check her out at Canasexual. She's the creator there. Check out the website, canasexual.com. That's C-A-N-N-A-S-E-X-U-A-L.com. Or on Instagram, Canasexual. Is that an underscore at the end as well? There is no underscore. Oh, no underscore at the end. Just at Canasexual. She has a book, The CBD Solution. Sex. Sex. Yeah. Can't wait to get into that, too. And she was also the 2020 Expert of the Year. She won the award for that. So welcome to Cannabis Talk 101, yeah. Ashley. How are you doing today? Thank you so much for having me, gentlemen. I am elated to be here. I mean, it's just so awesome. We hear about you. I see this. Your voice sounds sexy. You're sexy as can be as Hello. well. But Thank your you. voice is just getting me excited as it is. I you bring used to it. be a phone sex operator. Are no. you serious? Yes, I think I, really I remember was. that. Oh, no way. Hold on a second. We've got to role play this <laughs> I one. told you I knew her. I, on, let's sweetheart. just act like hey, I bring it. Cannabis. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. Hey, hold on. I'm going to get there. I'm going to get there, Craig. You ready? Hold on, Craig. Hold on. She did this as a profession. Let's try it out. Hey, baby, what are you wearing? Oh, well, um, I have a, a, a collared shirt on and some shorts. This is uh, Joe. I'm from Cannabis Talk 101. See, I and his buddy, back. Blue. See, uh, my buddy, Blue, we're on the phone together. Hi. And um, who, who are we speaking to? Oh, this is Ashley. And, you know, two heads are better than one, so why don't you boys get a little more comfortable? Oh, nice. Ashley, you're making me sweat already. <laughs> <laughs> what, what, what do you look like, Ashley? Well, I am a voluptuous blonde with pooling blue eyes and... A very, very ample bosom. Nice. When you say ample bosom, like more than a handful? Oh, two handfuls at least. 
so we could both grab one handful each. Right? Do you There's have enough bra- to do, share. Do you have a bra on right now? I do not. Who oh. wears bras anyway? Can I three-way my buddy Craig on this call? You should definitely do that. Hey, Craig, hey, hold on a second. <laughs> oh, God. Hey, Craig, you're on the call. Craig, we got this girl Ashley hey, on the line. Welcome she was to the, the call. <laughs> We're smoking a joint right now. So, you know what? That got me excited, <laughs> and I could continue the whole time. But Ashley, is that how you got... Like, how does one become even a sex therapist? <laughs> so, to, for the legal distinction, I am a sex coach, not a therapist. Okay. Oh, Mr. License, smart. I am not, uh, which is actually cool because it gives me the freedom to speak very frankly with my clients in ways that therapists are sort of not able yes, to do. Right. Okay. Um, but I got my start actually doing like sexual violence prevention uh, education. I was doing a victim advocacy in the Philadelphia District Attorney's Office. So I put in my time way back when, and it's really heavy, hard work, and I decided I wanted to focus more on the pleasurable side of sex. So I moved from Pennsylvania to California and started working as a phone sex operator. So it was more pleasurable in California than it was in... That's what so I was thinking. So much more ple- Have you been to the East Coast? <laughs> yeah. PA's no, no joke. Yeah, it man. ain't brotherly love, really. It's like a 24-hour cock block. Oh, no. <laughs> it's terrible. So 24 hours. So you come here to work on more pleasurable oh, stuff? I, I came here many times. Oh, <laughs> there she goes. See, Craig? Right. I didn't even go there. Are you guys still on the call? I, <laughs> <laughs> Hello? Craig's just ear hustling. He's all sweaty, wiping down, going, wait a minute, why is my phone all sticky? <laughs> yeah. So you started off as a phone sex therapist? Well, or so I started operator. off as a sex educator. I was doing um, colleges and universities talking about condoms and uh, safer sex boundaries. Hold on. Blue doesn't know what those are, condoms. Can you explain what, what to Blue that? what those what are? What is Because he thinks he's, boundaries. he's an Indian and he's always bareback in everything. <laughs> yeah, no. Sheep back, sheep back. In. <laughs> safer sex. Oh, safer sex. It's, there it it's is. It's really important. Not just yeah. to prevent pregnancy, but also to reduce the risk of STIs, although that is a normal, healthy part of being a sexually active adult. That's why you get tested and have conversations you know we're not here to stigmatize stis see that joe's normal i know i used Talk to get a shot yours. in my stomach every what's six the, hours one time <laughs> stis and stds sti yeah. is the more uh serious ones? friendly way of saying ST- std like disease that sounds so scary right? I, mean, I haven't been in college for so long but that's what it was called back then in the old days you sure it wasn't called venereal disease back then <laughs> it, was both. It, was, it was both actually i think yeah. i was coming out of the vd's Time right, into going STDs. into the SDT period. That is true. They did change names like that. That's funny. They did. And now well, it's STI, STI, obviously. And what the is STI? I is infection, sexually transmitted infection. And because nice. most things are clearable, you take, you know, if you have chlamydia, it's it's you take azithromycin and you clear up in you know six to ten days. You're cool. So write that down. Well, not when you get zith- the suitcase, which zith- is uh, why well, I call it the suitcase, which is the herpes <laughs> that I call the suitcase because it comes with you everywhere you go. Everywhere. You can put it away for a little while, well, but it's gonna come back. So funny story about that, Joe. I have herpes, and oh, you know what? Well, it has one not four of us held do. me back from having the best sex of my life with plenty of people. I just have very frank conversations up front, and I say, hey, I have herpes, I take medicine, you use condoms, everybody's happy. Everyone's safe. It works all day, every day. Welcome to the family. I appreciate you being honest like that, because you know sometimes I think that people don't have the ability to have the normal conversation. Totally. And Especially when they have a cold sore it, on their lip and they want to say it's just a cold sore and I go, well... It's herpes. It's herpes. All, cold, it is herpes. all cold, cold sores herpes? All cold sores are herpes. And yes. I love when people go, yeah. no, dog, it's cold sore. I go, well... Yeah, or it's a skin, it's yeah, a skin, no, it's a skin something or a tag. Yeah. Or no, it's the herpes, bottom line. <laughs> and like, and that's fine. It's it's not going to kill you. It's It's... It's no different than having a pimple. It's really not a big deal. But people freak out because, oh, my God, what if I get something on my genitals and then I have to have conversations about sex? Oh, no. It's like, yeah, go ahead and talk about it, player. Right. It makes it so much better. (laughs) It's not a big deal. And honestly, I find cannabis helps me keep my outbreaks to a minimum because it reduces my stress level. That's a great thing. And and what led you to the CBD solution? Sex. (laughs) When we come back from this break. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. 
if you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Grand Canyon University makes earning your degree possible with over 130 academic programs for traditional campus students with more than 80 bachelor's programs offered online. GCU provides you with the personal support you need from complimentary unofficial transcript evaluations within 24 business hours to scholarships, academic support, and your GCU graduation team led by your own university counselor. Find your purpose at GCU. Private. Christian. Affordable. Visit gcu.edu. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back to Cannabis Talk 101 with Ashley Menta. That's me. Hi, Miss Menta. Sex relationship coach and pansexual and has the book creator. the cbd solution we just talked about it sex oh that's it right there that's it right look at there. it what a sexy looking book as well damn right. what led you to write this and what's it about uh well you know it's about i like that. housekeeping <laughs> no keeping your house in order <laughs> keeping your house in order uh mary jane actually is the co-author on the book so they approached me uh noah rubin my amazing editor came to me a couple summers ago and said, hey, we're doing a three-part series on CBD and various topics. We'd like you to be the one to write about sex. And I was like, fuck yes. So I decided to put together, you know, all of the things that I wish people knew about both sex and cannabis and then how to combine them. So the first chapter is all the science of the endocannabinoid system and all the different cannabinoids, not just CBD, but THC, THCV, CBN, CBG, all that good stuff. And then the second is all about all the things in sex ed that you were not taught. You know, when you get sex ed in this country, it's so terrible. It's all death and babies. <laughs> and there's nothing about masturbation or pleasure or consent or anything useful, which is why I have a job now, because I'm cleaning up the messes that these sure. high school sex educators left behind. And then the rest of the book is all about solo sex, partnered sex, and then, you know, sort of troubleshooting. What happens when you have a partner with trauma? What happens when you need to have an STI disclosure conversation? How do you support someone who's going through a tough time? All of those kinds of things. So it's it's really Joe. solid. Yes, Craig. Myth, Whoa, you okay? Myth, myth or truth? Truth or myth? Weed tampons are a thing. Myth. No. I don't know. I didn't read the section. Weed, 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 weed tampons are not a thing. <laughs> no, no. It's THC. They have them with THC on them. Well, no, they don't. That's the thing. That's they, different than the alcohol What ones. they are describing is um, suppositories. And they think that because you insert it into the vagina, that that the only a... thing that goes into the vagina is a tampon. So that's what we're going to call it. No, 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 no. That's the media fucking things up that's as funny. usual. Well, yeah, I, I, I've physically seen tampons that have infused that, ha- that makes no sense. Well, I've seen them. I, I'm 100% sure. I mean, sure I've, I've seen, seen, seen dildos that double as pipes, but I'm, like I'm, that doesn't mean you should use them. I'm not, <laughs> yeah, I'm not saying, hey, you want to hit this by after? No means, <laughs> hey, by no means I'm saying it works. I'm sharing oh, with you. I've seen God. them with CBD infused. And uh, I have heard that a couple of companies in the more recent, actually since this came out, have started coming out with these. Yeah, and this is... so dumb. It's just... Why do you think it's so dumb? What is a... Um, for a lot of reasons. One, if it's infused, it's infused in what? The fibers of yeah. the tampon, which is going to quickly be Absorbed filled anyways. with blood. Yeah. Like, yeah, it, really... it doesn't make any sense, as opposed to a suppository, which you just put up and it dissolves right. into the tissue so it can actually be absorbed and, and do what it's supposed to do. Yeah, that makes more sense. It does. Yeah. It's, but people just don't 
they lack nuance when it comes to sex kind of broadly. Well, some things, like you said, are novelty, right? I mean, right. you know, the, the, the dildo that turns into a pipe. Oh, I my mean, God. So you know, dumb. people are probably like, oh, and I'll bet you some asshole smoked it. You know what I'm saying? No doubt. Yeah, yeah I'm sure it definitely was the dude. <laughs> literally. I mean, no I mean, literally the doubt. asshole. <laughs> but, you know, listen, so 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 let me ask you a question real quick. Ask you know, me a question. <laughs> does this actually, you know, cannabis, does it make you feel like you want to have sex does it make you feel good is there an emotional attachment to 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 making love or having sex or being intimate with another when you are intoxicated on weed well that's three questions (laughs) welcome to blues and and you don't have to talk like she is no i'm just laying it i like the way he did it because i I got started listening more where's he going going? okay we'll do some career counseling later blue it'll be great please please. (laughs) send it send it all right so i want to ask them all in one shot i find the characterization of cannabis as an aphrodisiac Reductive. I think that turn on is a really complex, multifaceted process. And to be like, oh, yeah, I'm going to smoke this joint and then be turned on. That's so reductive. So like, no, that's not how that works. However, there are things that get in the way of intimacy, right? Like we've all run into this stress, pain, feeling uncomfortable in your body, anxiety about performance. Those kinds of things can make it really challenging to get into that headspace. And cannabis, I find, can help with those things. They can help with the anxiety. They can help with the pain. They can help you be more present in your body and feel the sensations so that you can really enjoy yourself instead of having that thing going in your brain that you're like, oh God, what if they don't like, what if I have rolls? What if I, what if I lose my erection? What if I come too fast? What if all that stuff, like it just kind of quiets down. That's from a great guy standpoint, because that's something I would think about and have thought about. What are some things from a woman's standpoint? Uh, What if he doesn't like the way I taste? What if I take too long to come? What if uh, there's too much hair, not enough hair? He doesn't like the way my lips are shaped. Or I come too fast. Wow. Or I come too fast. I don't think that any guy would complain. Exactly. If a guy says a girl comes is, is too it? fast, is it? I mean, that's oh, facts. come on. That's just facts. If a girl comes that's fast, a, a you're girl, sitting there oh, with shit. a crown on your head, like, yes! <laughs> yeah, I'm the man! Oh, There's shit. never a problem there. You want a girl that just, boom, squirt her. There, done. I'm happy as can be. Well, and so it's interesting because Good that night. becomes this like <laughs> yeah. ego chip, right? Oh, and you're like, best. I made her squirt. I am the master. Like, no. No. Calm your shit. It's okay. Like, it's okay. Sometimes She's made herself, she will come man. no matter what. And sometimes she will not come no matter what. So, like, just take your ego down a couple notches. <laughs> I would agree. It was, hey, funny. It was it the weed? It was the weed. It must have been it? the weed. <laughs> or it was the guy she was thinking about, not you. It was the CBD. <laughs> We've all been there. The C- right? It was the guy she was really thinking about. It's just so <laughs> funny nice. because Girl. on a book like this, who can everyone benefit from this who reads this? Absolutely. I intentionally made it a very gender neutral, polyamory friendly, queer friendly book. So whatever your gender orientation, if you are interested in sex and you're interested in cannabis, there is something for you in that book. I love it. I I really like that. And I I know Mark was here saying how he incorporated CBD into his world and life. And he said this on the show, so I'm trying to make sure I got what's off limits and what's on limits uh, appropriate in my head. And he said when him and his wife started incorporating more with the CBD and using THC, he said his sex life jumped up tremendously. So Mark's another one who, instead of just smoking THC all the time, he went to the CBD and said his sex life was better. What is it about CBD that can make a sex life better. So it's interesting because arguably between CBD and THC, THC is better. It has more medicinal properties. CBD is what my friend Chelsea Sebra calls a a slutty cannabinoid. It has weak action at a number of superficial locations. Sure. Hmm. Right? That's a good analogy. And, right? And some people need that that slut. You know what I'm saying? Sure. Versus I, hey, the... I am a proud <laughs> slut. Like, no, no. no shade to sluts. Yeah. But, like... Sometimes you want something deeper, and and that's really where cannabis shines. I find that they work best together. Sure. But can uh, CBD is really helpful for people who are brand new to cannabis, who are a little bit nervous about the intoxicating effects, who have heard about the hype, and they're like, oh, this must be the thing that's going to help. And so there is some placebo effect at work there, right? Like, right. If you think that this is going to calm you down, this little five milligram gummy of CBD, that's not going to do shit. Let's be honest. Right. But well, for the right. well, for newbies, for, 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 it will. For the first no, time, not necessarily. Yeah. Not really. No. 
Well, you never not, know. But, I mean, but some the people just come quick. You know right. what I'm saying? It's, it's, it'll be less be some real. <laughs> on an edible, it's tough to say. Well, no. and, and no, not Joe, a Joe had a panic edible. attack on a, a little first on a yeah. tincture yeah. thing. You'd have to on take a, tinkster, a lot on a tincture. Of, a, of, a, of a hemp-derived CBD to get that. A hemp-derived. Exactly. But you, you have could to do take the a lot. Yeah, you're right. No, I, I do agree. And a lot could be a, a lot could be a tincture to the virgin virgin. We we take for granted that you know what I mean. We take one of those tinctures that does nothing to us. But my mom goes and takes that tincture. She's laid out w- with an alcohol going. Oh my God, I can't believe. But you know what's and funny? And they really you, feel no, that. No, what's you know what I mean? But what's but funny that's about that? The first time ever taking it. You as know what mu- I'm saying? As much as I smoke, you know what's right? coming. You know what's coming. Doesn't do but anything. I can right. still do two or three like 20, 30 milligrams of an edible and. It, I hate it. I don't like it. I mean, I it don't gives like me it a either. headache. And that's only it 20 makes or 30 grams. And I smoke like a freight train. So it's not the point of I'm how, already used to it. It's how just it, hits you. it how it affects my it's body. It's how it affects you. Because when you ingest cannabis, it turns into 11-hydroxy in your gut when it's being digested and metabolized. And that hits harder and differently than Delta 9 does. For some people. For most people. I don't know. Not dude. Mark. Mark I mean, Washerman can sit there. This guy yeah, can eat 1,000 milligrams and not feel Nothing. anything. My brother, too. You know what I mean? My, my wife, brother, 4,000, I think, milligrams. No, my wife My wife will eat them all night long and go, these things suck. Bink, throw Shut them up. And no reaction. All day. I so eat 30 She's still yelling at you. No big deal. No. <laughs> 30, I used to do 30 Nothing. milligrams. Nothing. Then the 100. pandemic hit and I started She'll do 150 and be like, these things suck. It's funny how some people hit some different than others. Bottom line. I do anything anything over 30. I'm like... Either having Just remember, too much no matter fun or, or having not um, micro not dose up. Fun at all. Yeah, remember, yes, no matter what low. you're taking, you can always dose up. You start can't dose low. down. That is exactly right. You can always, always add. You can't subtract. And so I say, start low, go slow. Not just with edibles, with anything, especially yeah. Yeah. when it comes to sex. Like you have these strains that have 28, 30 percent THC. That is too much. That is unnecessary. 15, 20 percent is plenty, and just a hit. Maybe two hits. And you want to know what's going to happen before you gamble date night on it, which is why I always <laughs> tell everyone, you got to masturbate. You got to try new shit and masturbate and see how it makes you feel. See if it gets you closer to pleasure or further away from pleasure and then decide how you want to dose. So use some night. cannabis, masturbate on your own mm-hmm. at night, daytime, whenever nice. you're comfortable. That's a good one. But I actually love that suggestion, yeah. actually. Yeah. Do a little hit. Honey, hit honey, hey, I'm trying yeah. something new, honey. <laughs> No, hit this I mean, pin. The sex joint. coach made me do it. She Lay said down. I had to masturbate. I mean, it makes sense, you know. <laughs> I, I, I think I want to try it right now. And Anybody got not, a pin? Not in your Here, office. Let me try no, right now. No. Hold, just hold me, Blue. Hold okay. me. Okay. Not just oh, rub my nipple. No, that's rub not my nipple. in your office either. Just hold <laughs> your fingers. Let me see. I'm trying it right now. Hold on. Yeah, Ashley Manta, cool. sex and relationship coach. You were the 2020 Sexpert of the Year. You it's won true. the award. Congratulations. Thank you. How did you find this out? Where was this award given? What, what was this? Yeah, so the XBiz Awards uh, is yeah. one of the two big award shows in the adult industry, the other one being the AVN Awards, which is like Love the Oscars that. of porn. I like to go to that uh, in Vegas every year. Well, when before COVID. You're right. <laughs> we, might be there. We, we'll, we might be there I'll in be, January. Uh, I'm normally there. It's good times. I love it. And XBiz is the L.A. show. And so I had been nominated for three years prior. And every year I'm like, maybe this year I'll win. Maybe this year I'll win. And then in 2019, I was on the cover of Sexual Health magazine as America's High Priestess of Pleasure. And the following year, I was lucky enough to win Sexpert of the Year, which is Congratulations. cool because I get to start every bio for the rest of my life as award-winning. That's always <laughs> key, right? Right. right? Like, that makes for a That's good a win. bio intro. Thank like, you. not only am I a sex therapist and can help you, but I'm also award-winning award sex therapist. Winning. Yes, that's all cool, too. And now I hear you have a couple's retreat and a women's retreat. Where is this at? The uh, Coval, the Coral Cove Wellness Coral. Resort Coral. in Jamaica? What did yes. I say? Coral? Is that yes. with, is that with, um, uh, what's her Keiko. name? Keiko. Keiko. Yes, it is. Yeah, that's what Keiko. We love Keiko. I thought this yeah, was her Keiko. spot. I yeah. love Keiko. She is their director of education, and she brought me on. Uh, my boyfriend and I are going to be doing the couples retreat together over Halloween weekend, and then he's going to fly home, and I'm going to stay for another week and do a week-long women's retreat, and it is going to be spectacular. Oh, we need to fly up that week, baby. Y'all need to come out yeah. for that. How do people find out about this, though, Ashley? You can go to Coral Cove's website, um, and under the events tab, they're both listed, and you can they're actually taking reservations now, and I know that we're going to sell out. You know, is it? We were just on a call yeah. with her earlier today. She was on a call with us. Hey, yeah, yeah. We were on with Keiko earlier today. I love she's her. friends and family. And uh, she's a Pitt, sexy Pitt one too. actually won a won a um uh Jason a comp- Williams. Yeah, Jason Williams won a won a competition to go out there to Cape Cove to their uh the location out there. They actually won a competition. So And and how Fantastic. can people get a hold of you, 
Ashley. Just go to the IG. You or- can follow me on Instagram for sure. Uh, I'm also on my website, canasexual.com. You can find me and book a discovery call. I actually just onboarded a new set of clients this morning. I love working with couples to help them you know, address the things that are getting in the way and really up-level their communication and restart the intimacy that kind of gets stale after a while. That's very normal for couples as they... Are you, you going to sign this What are some of the problems? <laughs> oh, yeah, I hope that book is for us. Is this your copy? I will absolutely leave this for you guys. Actually, yeah, what I are some of the problems it, like, that you normally hear? A letter. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, yeah. Little, with couples. Like, you know, what, what's some boys. of the good things yeah. to help a couple out there that's listening and going, you know, me and my wife have some problems out there. We haven't had sex in X amount of time. What's yep. good to restart it up a little bit? Get your so, <laughs> one of the most common things that couples come to me for is something called desire discrepancy, which is one partner is more interested in having sex more frequently than the other. And so what that typically comes down to, like my we life, used to, oh, sorry. we used to call it like the lower desire partner. Oh, there's something wrong with the lower desire partner. So they've got to like really up level their desire. No, no, no. What we've learned is that often it's because the lower, the low, quote, lower desire partner is discerning. And it's because the sex isn't that pleasurable for them. And so really what you want to think about is whoever's not as interested, what would make it more interesting for them? What would make it more fun for them? Yeah, and a thing that porn. they would actually enjoy. Just turn on porn. Maybe not. Why? Maybe. Maybe. Why not? Because porn can really create a lot of anxiety for folks when, if they think that they have to emulate that. Oh, that's that's yeah. That, that's people watch point. it and Good think point. that it's sex education, and it's not. It is fantasy. You yeah. are watching sci-fi. These are professionals on a closed course. Yeah. You don't see the lube tucked behind the cushion. You don't see the huge butt plug that she was wearing before she did that double anal scene. And I know this because a lot of my friends are porn stars. Like, yeah. People hold themselves to these standards of like, my body doesn't do that. My my sex doesn't look like that. What's wrong with me? And it's like, well, they're, they're holding their bodies in a way that's going to be good for camera angles, not pleasure. Sure. So it's porn is fine if that works for you, if, the, if it's a thing that turns you on. But I find erotica is actually a lot more popular with my clients where they want to read and imagine what's happening mm. instead of seeing it depicted for them. Sure, so Ashley, so the person who is under Babe, read this to under me. sex, so to speak, using that terminology, what if you ask them what would help and they pull the classic answer, I don't know. That Which, is so common. Right? I would imagine that that's going to be... Friend? <laughs> no, I'm just trying to be, you know, an uh, interviewer. He's trying to sure. help. He's and to say help. the person's going, which I find to be most problems with most people is, I don't know, right? That's the answer to a lot of people because they don't. And it's, it sucks for them. How do you help them explore the I don't know? Joe, what you need is testosterone for, for <laughs> I, yourself. I've been telling you I'm this. I'm trying to get a shot, dog. Leave me Trying's alone, please. Lying. Trying's lying, dude. Who are you kidding? I'm sitting here hard right now. Yeah. No, <laughs> and I'm looking at you. I, I hope so. I have that effect on I people. Well, thank you, Ashley. Right when you walked in, <laughs> all I did was I was like looking for quarters or dropping your shirt. I didn't know what to do. I'm like, you want a silver dollar? Jeez, with them boobs. Go ahead. Sorry. Craig, why'd you make me go there? Start with hundreds, yeah. darling. Really, you'll get farther. <laughs> quarters. Further. Come on now. Well, I didn't know if I could play the game, but here we go. I got a couple hundred dollars. I realized that was an insult. It was a nice the one. Quarters. The quarters. Oh, the quarters was an insult. Just the quarters. Sorry, Mr. Player over here. I would have dropped a hundred dollar bill in there. So, uh, Ashley, seriously, though, question. so the person, I don't know the let answer. Her, let okay. her answer. So, the first question I would have for that person who's like, I don't know, is what have you tried? Right? Like, process of elimination. Whenever you're sitting down with someone, you're like, I it's need to understand one. what's going on with you. What hasn't worked so far? Or, and this is my favorite question. I got this directly from Dr. Peggy Klein Plotz, who's an amazing sex researcher. Tell me about the sex you don't want to be having. Because they start to go into, and it's, almost verbatim every person they're like well my partner like gets on top of me and we start kissing and then they like go right for penetration and then they like kind of thrust around for like a couple minutes and then they come and then it's over and i'm like uh i love sex and i wouldn't want to have that kind of sex either so but let's start with how to make this feel good for you what do you need to be in a sexually receptive headspace do you need more talk do you need phones away do you need some music do you need some incense do you need a back rub do you need a hot bath like let's talk about how to get you into that space and from there what would be fun for you what are your top three favorite things to do with your partner maybe none of them are penetration let's take that off the table so you don't have to stress about it let's find other ways to connect because i hate that foreplay has become like everything before penetration that's bullshit sex is any act consensual for the purpose of pleasure 
I did not Ash- have sexual relations with that woman. <laughs> they right. actually, fucking Ash- Bill Clinton like ruined it for everybody. No, that was sex. Sorry, bro. Like you I had. Think, sex. I don't think anybody bought into that. <laughs> right. I don't yeah, think well, anybody yeah. did. <laughs> Well, Ashley, oh. Ashley, listen, I, I, I love the way you said that, though, that was super important is, as I think, men, we, you know, we're tending to think that kissing for 2.2 seconds and rubbing some boobies and touching a butt, you know, is, is foreplay. Well, talk speaking of yourself. And, and then, and then they go straight to the, the, the hammer, guys. you know, the hammer. Mm-hmm. And, and I, I think there's a problem with that. There's you, a you big know, problem with the, that. The, for women, especially because for us, it's like, oh, this is what they want. Right. You know what I'm saying? They think that that's the, but women are so much more sensual. They, they really want to just get into well, it. And, and not only that, feel. Ashley, you're so in tune with yourself. Can you educate everyone out there, especially uh, more you're a female what are some of the things that you like that you can say because everything that you just said was so profound of getting out of somebody how does one like you relate to going this is what i would like so therefore maybe someone can spark their attention going yes you know what maybe i would try that you're gonna be taking notes joe I, go ahead, I'm ready. You're getting the bill. Hey, right. Ashley, the bill. I got the camera rolling. What do you right. mean? All I'm, right. every, I'm getting a copy of this right away. Every room just clicked. Yeah. Like, all right, cool. So, Pizza, hold on a second. Let me get you. One of the most important things that I find that people don't realize, because we are not taught pleasure-based anatomy, it's nobody's fault. It's just, as an adult, it is your responsibility to learn these things. I'd agree. Is that the clit has legs, y'all. Everybody thinks that just this little button at the top, that's the jam. And like, I, I didn't know you had props right here. Now I'm, I'm, I'm fully excited now. We got props. I wow. always have props. You Listen. don't see those on the table. I didn't know what it was. I thought it was a fucking phone holder. I, as like a service to my clients, I have been going out on Tinder dates just to see like what my clients are dealing with right, like, right, right. out in the wild. And let me just tell you, having my clit scratched like a goddamn mosquito bite is not fucking it. What okay? about like in the game like, Defender? And if I'm just going. Yeah, no, don't. Okay, oh just, just wondering. Jesus. <laughs> like, I'm trying to turn the game over. Just <laughs> so Again, that's the abuse. That's just the bad oh, thing. They want punishment. <laughs> what so I a find friend a of mine told times, me he used to do that. I mean. What I find a lot of times with, with heterosexual men is that they try to have sex the way that they enjoy having sex, which... We all do that in in relationships. Natural, we give yeah. in the way that we think that we would want to receive, like all of that. But when it comes to sex, you really need to check in with the other person <laughs> and be like, "Hey, can you show me how you like to be touched? I would really like to touch you exactly the way you want." And have them masturbate in front of you for a couple minutes and fucking take notes because you guys don't do that. What if, what if they bring the neighbor in and no. say, "Look at the way the neighbor <laughs> does it"? I mean, you don't do that already, <laughs> no, Craig. No, it's no, not no, about we us. Don't. We're talking and interviewing her. You can't even ask a question because you can't move, Stiffy. <laughs> <laughs> He's all these fucking props are right next to him. He's all, are they, can I smell it? Are they real? Let you go in it. So go ahead, please, Ashley. But look, okay, so the clit has legs. The clit and the penis are anatomically the same, but while the penis is 90% external, the clit is 90% internal. So this little nubbin at the top, that's what you see on the outside. All of the rest of this is internal and it gets completely ignored by most people I talk to women I'm like did you know your clit has legs and they're like my clit has what now like, yeah. yeah it's walking legs, down the block legs so these two things are called vestibular bulbs and that is like the corpus cavernosa of your penis so that's like the bottom those two chambers and then these are the legs and your whole clit gets an erection just like a penis it is made out of exactly the same material it's just organized differently and so you can play with this and when it gets erect this causes swelling right around the vaginal opening the most sensitive part of the vagina is right around the opening so this like jamming into the back wall like nobody's into this this is not a skill I'd agree. <laughs> I see. Although when you watch porn, it looks like that's what they're that's into. Exactly. That's what's so crazy. And so this is why you can't watch porn as sex ed. Because right. And it's so do- fucking crazy, actually, because <laughs> let's but just it think about it. too hard, though. Who sits there, though, I, I, I mean, and teaches the young, uh, or any of us growing up, unless you find a sex therapist. Porn. Nobody. You know, sex, yeah, nobody teaches us nobody that. Teaches unless us. you find a woman, and then like at one uh, certain point, you feel like it's borderline tabooish. Hey, uh, show me how you masturbate. Fuck you. Psh, slap you in the face, baby. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, you masturbate. Like, oh, okay, I will. But you know what I mean? Like, some like, people no aren't so... You know what I mean? No some problem. people might take it offensive. Well, then maybe you shouldn't be with them. 
I'm mean, talking in we general. We have a you big have problem have a with shame in this That's country. what I mean. Like, well, we are so shut down because we're told from a very early age that sex is everything, but it's bad. Let and alone you cannabis. Like it, you're a slut. That's don't like be cannabis. smoking weed. Yeah. And right? don't be smoking weed and having sex. Oh, my oh God. God. The double taboos. <laughs> totally. And now we're saying do both of them for a more pleasurable well, experience. Well, and some of cannabis is really, I find, to help people like fight against all of the programming they have around it's wrong for me to want these things. It's wrong for me to have these kinky things. Like me, here's my kink. I have a huge daddy girl thing. I love being daddy's little girl. It totally turns me on. It is hot as fuck. And like, oh my God, that's, are you like attracted to your dad? Like what is it? No, it's fantasy guys. Like it's just. Craig really got excited right now. He's like, yeah. I can be your daddy. He's like, hey, he's hey, like, I'm don't you fucker. all. Hey, uh, he's was like, don't you all. You yeah. get that pink dress over here, girl. Like, so. I think it's important for us to be able to own our desires in a public forum, you know, not in an inappropriate way where we're making people uncomfortable. When adults are around. When adults are around and you're having a conversation where everybody wants to hear this, I know you guys want to hear this. Cal, stop listening. Too young. No, man, there's some youngsters in the crowd. Being able to be unapologetic and honest about your desires and be like, yeah, that fucking turns me on and there's nothing wrong with it. No, I, I like I like communication. I think it's the most powerful form of of being able to enjoy another person, and and I think a lot of people don't have that. Like, hey, we should talk about this, and and that's the unfortunate part, and that's what makes relationships, I think, go stale, for, for because of sex purposes and, yeah. and or or making love or being erotic. You know, mm-hmm. I think people just don't have the ability to stop and have that conversation with their others. They no. just go, let's do this, and let's. Well, and a lot of people too get so busy in life. There's ones who have the you know get, you have a house full of kids, mm-hmm. you have in-laws maybe there. Mm-hmm. You know, you there's name the scenario that you know you can't too even make time for chronic illness, too, chronic pain. Too busy means you're cheating. No. <laughs> That's I'll another good one. Chronic pain is another Chronic one. Is His back, her back hurt. They get yeah. bad legs. Like a bunch of excuses, Joe. Well, yeah, I, no, right? you know what? It's Pull not about it us, you guys. I'm saying these are common things that <laughs> I've heard from things. actually interviewing other people, and I'm sure Ashley's heard from it from hundreds of clients of herself. I mean, these are real things yeah. maybe that we don't associate with. And I've been in times where I've been too tired, Clearly. hurting my body as well, and I'm like, I'm cool. You know what I mean? I, I don't even try. But, it's okay well, to talk about it, Joe. That's we're, too we're, bad, Joe. See, this is right here. No, it's two guys no, who can't no, have no, these no. conversations. This is why I'm saying no. What I'm saying is it's better to actually talk about it in it full is. form. Like, don't be afraid. Yeah, Joe, don't be afraid. <laughs> <laughs> and he is. That's what he is doing, right? I don't even understand. And I don't think Ashley understands what you both are saying either, we just which is high. even funnier. We just got high. Like, we nobody just... in the room understands where you yeah. two are at right now, no. but it's cool. Hey, no. listener number are the three listener. Hey, but Joe, the whole country does. We'll be right back after this break. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to fifteen hundred dollars again sign up using code buckeye and receive up to fifteen hundred dollars back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and game sense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park that's 1-800-GAMBLER If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Neil Strauss, host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, To Live and Die in L.A. I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. 
all these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, a military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex, and then he's very vulnerable, so you can kill him easily. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take a hit, get lit, sit back and enjoy Cannabis Talk 101 right here with Blue, Joe Grande, Mark and Craig Wasserman, and with us, Joe, is... Ashley, and Ashley, you know what time it is? What time is it, Joe? It's dime time! Dime time! Take a hit of your dime time, folks. Ashley, as uh, we're talking about all this, I've seen something about cannabis lube and how you can make it your own. Talk Mm. about that. Okay, so I'm so glad that you brought this up because in response to what we were just talking about with pain coming up, a lot of women, more than 60% experience what's called pain with penetration. And so that means that when they are being penetrated, it hurts. And that makes you kind of not want to be penetrated, right? Like, why would you want to do something that's painful? That's why a lot of people don't enjoy anal, because it hurts. It should not hurt, just to be clear. Um, Anal should not hurt? Anal should not hurt if it hurts you're doing it wrong. Really? Oh yeah, we'll get into that. Elaborate. Like, all those years I've been doing it wrong. You got to do some stretching, right? You got to get your stretch. Breathing, on. stretching, communicating. Breathing, you know, I'm the little on. boy here, and you guys are like worse than me right now, and I love it. And I, I, I mean, don't invite me to the party because once I go, you know, I don't stop, so it's hard for me to come back. I'm trying to be professional, uh, jackass. But in terms of weed lube. Um, the thing that actually got me turned on to sex and cannabis was that I had pain with penetration, and I found this company called Foria. Anal or just regular? Vaginal. Vaginal. Foria? Well, back then I was also having pain with anal, but that's <laughs> when I was a baby sex educator, and I didn't know better. But Foria made a THC lube back in the day, back in 2014, when I first moved to California, and that was the first thing that allowed me to have penetrative sex without pain. And my brain went, holy shit! Sex can be amazing from the beginning. Oh, I didn't even know that was possible. And so no one in the sex world was talking about sex and cannabis. So I'm like, hmm, this could be my niche. And now here I am many, many years later still working with Foria and have tried a number of others over the, the time, including brewing my own, which there's a recipe in the book to make your own. You can totally do it at home. It's really easy because, you know, if, if people live in prohibition states, it can be hard to get your hands on. So just if you have a crock pot, you can make your own weed lube. And I mean, obviously you need weed also, but it's oil based. So the important thing to know about weed lube that's oil based is you cannot use it with latex condoms oh. oil degrades latex so you want to use nitrile or polyurethane unless you want it to break on accident and yeah you yes. want to have a slip up <laughs> yeah you don't you want really that want, to happen and you really didn't want to wear it anyways <laughs> right so don't do that you want to use <laughs> barriers that are oil compatible and or if you're fluid bonded with your partner then it doesn't matter and you're not sure. using condoms anyway but it, it's really more of a marinade than a lube. And what I mean by that is that you have to let it absorb for 20, 30, even 40 minutes optimally. So really? that actually requires some forethought of like, Here, oh. That's some serious in. foreplay. Yes, exactly. That's so, like 34 minutes before. I like that's that. That's right. Is, is that a fact? That's that the, is a fact. So you would put it in 30 to 40 minutes before. Mm-hmm. So right when you go to dinner, oh, yeah. put it on. Right. <laughs> I mean, start early. Shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Start and keep, keep. You You're know, going on date night. Put it on before, right before you leave the house. Exactly. Keep applying throughout the night, right? Absolutely. That'd be actually wow, a better idea. A, well, yeah, clearly. Yeah, right. You start, start on, and you kind of just keep going. A little so bit. now that helps with that. Let, let's go to what you said earlier, which you said anal shouldn't hurt. Yes. Okay. Anal should not hurt. Here's the thing: 
Your ass has two sets of sphincter muscles, the internal and the external sphincter. We're going to get nerdy for a sec. You only have control over the external ones. That's like when when your boss calls and you didn't do your shit and you're like, <gasps> that clench, that's your external sphincter. Okay. Okay. We all did it right now. Right? <laughs> like, I, I want your butt puckering. We've been there. Yeah, the butt pucker. Yeah, butt pucker. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like that when I'm about to, fu- like, I'm high, like a high spot and I look down, I'm like, woo. Yeah, that one. one. Exactly. Nuts come up. So when you are going to be the recipient of anal, the thing you have to keep in mind, it is all about the receiver's pleasure. So often I get guys that write to me and they're like, how do I get my girlfriend to try anal? I'm like, make it about her, not about you getting to stick your dick in her ass. It's got to be how much she's going to enjoy it if you do it properly. She has to enjoy it. Or whoever's receiving. You know, I don't want to assign gender. Like... Whoever's taking whoever's it in the ass. Whoever's taking it yeah. in the ass needs right. to enjoy yeah, it. So, so you I, want I to offensive. give it lots of time. You want to start very small. Don't go from zero to cock. Start with a pinky. Start with a, a finger. Very slowly. Start with external massage. Butt rub. Breathe. Relax. You know, you can actually clench and then intentionally relax as you exhale. You tend to release your muscles on the exhale. And then just communicate have lots of is this okay are you ready for me to penetrate you do you need anything different do you want me to stop do you want me to pull out like start with 20 minutes of lube start with 20 for sure start with 20 minutes of lube and now you put the finger in and they tighten up right so then you go okay pause can you breathe with me (sighs) and you slow down you go so slow this is a marathon not a sprint it could take you months years to actually penetrate with something bigger than a finger that's okay it's all about enjoying the process but if you start to do something and they're like ow ow don't keep going don't override it don't numb it out like no 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 no. (laughs) it's got to be about their pleasure because if it feels good wait for it they're gonna want it more and then what if uh, during that time (laughs) and you're doing the ass rub you're doing the pinkle the hide the pinky and then the other finger, and then your ring finger. You know, you're moving on, but then you go limp. Okay. Then you turn around. Then, then you turn around and you, you go, hey, turn around, work this bad I boy. I didn't know you're the sex there. I'm trying to interview her. <laughs> you mind? Said, then like, you can pull I didn't know you were the interviewer. I didn't know you're here for an interview. Welcome, Blue. Thank you for coming to the you show. Com- you conversate. <laughs> I didn't know you wrote the book. I'm sorry. She wrote the book. I'm trying to ask her. I'm trying, I'm trying to, to ask the expert. I'm trying to expert. tell you. I'm trying to give you Trying to get the expert advice right here for what we had her come in for. That's right. I forgot you really needed it. Turn around and let her use her finger on your butt. Can I get the answer from her? I don't want to hear your voices. clearly. I want to hear her tell me what she's going to do, you idiots. In cases, that's the real real advice. I, I know it is. So but take can, our advice and move on. Next it's, question. It's the next so, people. Assuming that they are actually ready for a penis and you are not in a, a place to be able to do that because of erectile dysfunction. Dis, no, not even dysfunction. Just Call like challenges. Okay. There are a thousand reasons why you might not be hard. I tell people that play with penises all the time like if it goes limp don't panic it's fine it's organic it still feels really good to touch it even if it's not hard like back me up on this guys yeah it's still real sensitive yeah and if it's limp the whole thing craig you don't have to touch yours right now dude jeez (laughs) you can use a dildo you can use a butt plug you can use more fingers you can go well that's as far as we're gonna go this time until next use time. Your, you use your mouth, Joe. <laughs> Until the next episode. Right? Saying, jump all in. It's, I'm just it saying, is a long game. Happen. It's just a long take game. your time. And, and you also have a podcast. I do have a podcast. What's your podcast name? It is called Elevated Intimacy. Nice. And my producer, Sam, is a real delight. Sam Zia. Yes. I want to go on the show. Well, Sam Zia is also a sex therapist as well. Yes, he is. Sam's a licensed sex therapist. Sam's licensed. I'm just a coach. but Sam and I worked together for many, many years in the past, which is funny. When he was going to school early on for it all, so... I didn't know he was actually now certified. He's he, I used to just let him touch he, me. He uh, just got accepted to a did doctoral to program. You? Oh, really? Yes, is that he how did? he practiced on you? Uh, can you get it out, Giggles? Breathe slow. Breathe slow. Look at how happy he is right now. I've never seen him so giggly and red. He's brighter than her dress. I have that effect on people. You do. You do. He can't even look that way because he looks straight at your boobs, which I love about him. He can't even turn your way. He's turned our way. kind of hard to miss. I mean, geez, when they walked in the door, I was like, is Ashley coming with you too? Every once in a while, they bring me along. Ashley, do people? Do people take what you do the wrong way? I mean, 
mean, sometimes, <laughs> you know what I mean? Sometimes it's like, it's like, you it said, could be like cannabis and sex. It's, it's, it's the same the kind taboos, of concept. You know, sometimes people, they, oh, you're a sex a and relationship coach. So they, you're a whore. Yeah. Or, yeah. or whatnot. I mean, what, what, you know, versus the education side, because obviously we see the education side of cannabis and, I, and sure. we get it too. People are like, oh, you're in the cannabis industry. And it's Drug like, dealers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. You know, they think it's a joke. And they're like, oh, yeah. oh nice oh. to meet you too. <laughs> People think that I'm a porn star. Not that there's anything wrong with being a porn star, but that's not what I do presently. I have done porn in the past. Um, no way. Yeah, I shot a scene with Nina Hartley way back in the day. Nice. Oh, so a girl-on-girl scene. Oh, yeah. Oh, look at you. So. <laughs> Googling. No, it's going down. <laughs> but, you know, people think that I'm a porn star. People think that I'm a fucking whore. Like, whatever. Like, it's fine. But they I'm do not it all for everybody. The closed doors, everybody does. Who cares what they Well, say. let's go yeah. deeper. What does the family say about it? Mom and dad. Um, so my mom and I don't talk, but my, and not because of that, because of other things. Um, but my dad is incredibly supportive of what I do. And my little brother also, uh, my little brother's a West Point graduate and is in the army. Wow. He's married. He's monogamous. Like our lives could not be more different. My dad works for the federal government. He's conservative. He you know lives in rural Pennsylvania and he like goes up to people at the grocery store. He's like, do you know the clit has legs? My daughter's a sex educator. Nice. He's trying to He's all, can you walk your clit over here? Let me show you what my daughter taught me on the phone. It, it walk, yeah. walk it out. Let how me see if she said what's right. I'm going to teach you how to walk it I out. I mean, yeah. yeah. So that makes it interesting. And your boyfriend, how did you meet him? Through all this or something random? Um, funny enough, my boyfriend and I met at a sex party. Uh, we're non-monogamous. So he's married on and his wife knows and he has other lovers i have other lovers and yeah six years ago actually we just celebrated our anniversary we were both at a sex party that a mutual friend was having i spotted him across the room and i was like boy he's really hot i hope he likes me that'd be really cool and we ended up having sex that night it was spectacular and uh we've been having sex ever what, since. Expl- explain a little more what a sex party is and how one gets invited <laughs> Oh, they, well, there's some big ones that in the pop. pre-cannabis day or in the pre-COVID days, I used to host them, but less so these days because I don't want to have a super spreader event. But literally, literally and figuratively, yeah, it is when a bunch of adults. This is not to be confused with like a swinger party or an orgy. There's swinger parties because there are, and yeah. those are fine, and that's yeah. that's great. That's not what these are. This is about adults coming together, and it's a very consent-focused environment. It's a place to to practice coming up to someone and saying, hey, Joe, I would like to uh, play with your nipples and uh, give you a back rub. How does that sound? And then you can say, mm, no, thanks. That doesn't really sound good to me. Those would and be I'll two go. of my favorites, too, by the way. <laughs> nipples Weird. and back. Oh, God. Oh, God. This wasn't about you. <laughs> she asked me. She talked to me. Did you hear her say Craig? Said, hey, she Joe. said, Joe. So continue. <laughs> so somebody would come up and say Joe, that. Joe, Joe. Someone would come up and say that, and you could say, yeah, that would be That'd great. Be awesome. I would also be interested in doing X, Y, Z to you. How does that sound? And I could say, well, I'm up for X and Z, but not Y. And you negotiate like grownups, and right. then you go do the thing. And I might say, when's the last time you got tested? What kind of barriers do you like to use? What kind of relationship agreements should I be aware of that I want to be respectful of? That's oh, great. so it's very open communication. Very open. Is it simple as to walking up, going, "Hey, Ashley, you look very good. I really like your hair and your style and everything pull about your hair you." And fuck you. What would, well, not, maybe not that aggressively, the, but it, maybe though. What, some, maybe some people, I'd like to. Are, is it, like or is it something as a, what would pleasure you? You could say that too. Yeah. It's uh, and and, could, and could I do those open form? You could do that. You oh, could go is. up and have that conversation. That would be my style. That would be my. That would be <laughs> and, my. And, that's just and then I get to say yes or no, and if I say yes. And a couple minutes in, I'm like, you know what? I thought I was going to be into this, but I'm not. I can just kind of tap you on the shoulder and be like, I'm feeling done. Thanks very much. Off you go. And it's no hard feelings. Nobody gets upset and like, but we started. We got to fit. No, 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 no. Take your blue balls and go to the bathroom. It is not my responsibility to take care of your pleasure. You Tapped are an adult. Shoulder, and that is <laughs> Tapped out. Right? I tapped you out. Let's go. How many people that, show up to these that parties? Sucks for that guy that just you know what I mean. Yeah. He just can't perform Ooh. right. He just he just get tapped out. Oh, like I'm done here. I'm done here. It's I'm okay done though here. because like, it's damn, actually damn, damn, when someone on, says damn, no damn. to you, it's a compliment because one they feel safe enough saying no to you, which is really cool because they trust you to respect their boundaries, and it's also an opportunity for you to go and be with somebody who's really excited to be with you, which I would generally prefer to somebody who's like, no, totally man, good. I'm counting the minutes till this is over. Well, like it's, a, it's also for the guy that's oversized for a woman like yo you're too you're too big for me like i'm not you know, I know what I mean? interested in that like you know you know what i mean so i typically I mean? find that happens with length yeah. more so than girth um although sometimes if people are really narrow they, <laughs> they they worry about girth but really skilled people with big packages know how to wield it in a way that allows their partner to have a lot of pleasure like one of my former lovers was massive just like 
almost the size of my forearm. And he kind of almost made like a, a t like, like say when, right? Like he'd go in, go in, go in. And I'd be like, nope, stop there. And he'd kind of like make a mental tick mark on his penis. And he'd only go into there so that my cervix wasn't getting slammed. I found that very polite. Yeah, that's very yeah. nice of Mandango. It's very considerable. <laughs> Considerate. <laughs> like Pitt, that was very nice of you. <laughs> you, know, you know, so, you know, the, the size of her arm, guys, let me just tell you. Yeah, she, meant that. she was like, well, the funny like random story, growing leg. up, um, I was a bouncer, and my buddy Marcus, who you guys haven't met yet, but one day you're going to meet him. You're, he's just a massive man, and he's a massive man down there as well. And back in the day, we had a couple women that we were uh, enjoying together, and the woman goes, I can't handle him. He's too much. And I was like, well, come in this room, because it's not that bad over here. <laughs> she, I go, better yet, stay there. I'll come in there next. There's and a lid for every pot. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> to where there was, I've been in a situation where you guys meet my boy Marcus. He's just huge. But my, the point is, it's great I when people can wait. say that. Oh, you know, said, Craig's like, <laughs> you know said, oh, boy. We, like, we can't said, wait. I can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. You know what? That's it. So, Craig, I can't wait for him to slap you in the face. <laughs> oh, just, yeah, you're going to watch for oh. sure. Oh, Ashley, I can't wait to see more about your whole thing. Can you? Uh, Canasexual.com is yes. the website on Instagram. Instagram at canasexual, C-A-N-N-A-S-E-X-U-A-L. We like to do the high five with you, if that's okay. Bring it on. Yeah. <sighs> so, Ashley. <laughs> this is getting good. Question number one. <laughs> How old were you the first time you smoked cannabis and where'd you get it from? The first time I smoked cannabis was actually when I was in graduate school, graduate school studying philosophy, um, to absolutely no one's surprise. My cohort were a bunch of stoners because that's pretty much the only way you can get through Heidegger. And um, we were at somebody's house. They had a gravity bong. I was like, yeah, I've never smoked before. And they're like, we can fix that. I took one hit. I was stoned out of my mind, but in a really pleasant, happy way. So I sat down on this love sack and we watched Empire Records and I felt like I was in a cocoon. Nice. It was really great. How I was fun. With safe people who trusted, I trusted and, and they took good care of me. It's always nice. Yeah. Question number two. Yes. What is your favorite way to use cannabis? D, all of the above. Um, I just got a Puffco Peak mm, uh, a couple nice. months ago. And Shout so doing little micro dabs is, is my jam. I like to do little like pinhead, like little taster dabs are really good. I love vaping flour for my vape exhale. And I also like tinctures before bed, you know, a little bit is good for me. And then, uh, I mean, weed lube, obviously, and suppositories. Yeah. I swear by suppositories. Nice. Question number three of the high five with Ashley Menta. Yes. Are you ready? I'm ready. Craziest place you've ever used cannabis. We could actually say sex to all these two with her. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, like yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. all, I'm all masturbate, sex, everything else can go the same way, but. No. I, don't I guess know we if are. I've had sex time. in like particularly crazy places. I've had sex like. Are we, see, I'm already on see? sex. There we go. I have not smoked weed in particularly crazy places. I mean, I've hotboxed plenty of times, and I've got I've had high experiences with people I wouldn't have expected. Like I was at a party with Melissa Etheridge and got high there in this like gorgeous mansion in Orange County. So that's that's more of the crazy for me, being from this like small rural town in Pennsylvania where. God, it was. Was that you know, the OC mansion up on the hill? It was not the OC mansion oh. up on the hill. This was like in Irvine, and like nice. two gates to get to this house. It was wild. Dope. So, question number four: What is your go-to munchies after you get high? Ruffles potato chips. What Ooh. kind? Uh, what kind? French onion dip. Nice. Mm. I love ruffles. I just had some French. cheddar. I do sour I cream. Do cheddar, those are really good. Sour cream, and I do uh, just a plain. I just had, and I don't know why my wife bought them. She yells at me when I buy them. She bought them for the kids, and I was like, "Oh, what are those? Let me get some of those." Just <laughs> eat the you. whole bag. Huh? I can't I'm keep all... them in the house because there is no oh, stopping yeah. point between right. opening the bag and the bottom of the bag. It's she bought a Costco <laughs> size bag, dog. Oh, That's in this big old bag. I was like, "What are those doing there? Give me some of them, <laughs> kids." It. All right. Question number five: yes. If you could smoke cannabis with anyone, dead or alive, who would it be, and why? <laughs> May West. May, May why West. does the name sound familiar? But I can't put the. You're uh, too young. <laughs> who's why? May West? She is this hilarious body um, actress from decades and decades like 30s, ago. 40s? Yeah, thirties or forties, and she's sassy and she's sexual. Like and, an original Marilyn, I think. Yeah, kind of. exactly. Oh, okay, the name sounds familiar. And she's heard hilarious, about. and you know, one of her favorite my quotes from her that I love very much is. When I'm good, I'm very good. And when I'm bad, I'm better. 
Ah. Well, you know what? This show's been better with you on it, Ashley. Thank you you so do much. know that. Thank you so much for <laughs> making you. us better. Well, and uh, you can have people, me anytime you want me. <laughs> thank you, Ashley. I'm consensual with that. We're, we're I know I'll agree. You up on that. Consent yeah. first always is a big always. theme that hey, you can, always say, which uh, is great. Real quick, guys, can everyone leave the room, please? Yeah. <laughs> All the camera operators. Not uh, now, but right fucking. It's all I can't leave. I can't. I gotta be right here. He's like, mm-hmm. I, got, I didn't see this before. This is my first time, guys. Ashley, did we miss anything that you want to tell everybody about, or anything else? Oh, let's see. I am taking on a couple new coaching clients. Oh my gosh, my activating your cosmic pussy sex magic course nice yes. say that again so i am teaching women how to be empowered in their sexuality and use their pleasure for manifesting the life of their dreams it's called activating your cosmic pussy and i'm going to be running another group in the fall uh it's a six a seven week intensive where we meet virtually through zoom and you learn how to love your pussy and own your desires and you learn about different aspects of energetic sex and using plant medicine as allies and crystals and astrology and all of the awesomeness um if you go to aycpsisterhood.com that's activating your cosmic pussy aycp and sign up for the email list i'll let you know as soon as enrollment's open i love that i want to enroll yeah i'm sorry you don't have a pussy <laughs> don't, don't, I thought but i'd like to gender. get one or two I, I mean he actually does it's just inside out hey then you're what very is good hitting the table yeah, that, you. Yeah. you know what? We got to go. I got to go to the bathroom. <laughs> well, there it is, guys. It's Cannabis Talk 101. We want to thank you all for joining. And remember this. If no one else loves you, we do. Thank you for listening to Cannabis Talk 101 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.